You are listening to Legally Binding, a podcast brought to you by Jackson Corporate Law that is all about providing the business community with useful and practical legal tips and advice for growing and sustaining business ventures. For more information, please feel free to visit our website at www.jacksoncorporatelaw.com. We hope you enjoy. How do you protect yourself from liability, from the liabilities of your contractors? So one of the things that uh, that often occurs with business owners that are that are developing, that are just getting into the market, is that they don't always have the capital to hire on W-2 employees right out the gate. Um, and as we grow and as we try to build capacity, we may have to um, contract out work. Uh, we may have to use subcontractors on work that we receive. Now, when you're doing that, there are certain times that um, that you're protected just, you know, um, naturally based on this, the separation of the actual duties that are being performed, but that's not always the case. So if you are engaging in work or you've been granted a project from, um, from a company, so company A says they want you to come in and they want you to do X, Y, Z, and you have to solicit uh, and engage the services of a contractor to help you carry on the services, what happens if that contractor messes up on the job? How do you protect your business in that instance? So uh, this is a situation that happens often. And when it does occur, there are a couple of things that need to be in place uh, to make sure that your business is insulated or protected in the best way possible. The first thing is make sure that your contract language is tight. So contractually, there needs to be uh, one, what's called an indemnification provision. And I've talked about this a couple of times uh, being on the show, but an indemnification provision just states that in the instance that there is a lawsuit, losses, damages, um, anything where you as the um, person contracting the work, incurs something some sort of um, potential liability where you're gonna have to pay out that that contractor that subcontractor that you've hired that was the one responsible for the damage the loss the lawsuit will have to step in and defend you and they will also have to um, take responsibility for those damages um, and that that includes paying back any fines fees or uh, engaging in any sort of performance that needs to be engaged in in order to rectify Uh, whatever the situation is. So indemnification provisions, and those need to be drafted to where they're not only enforceable, but to where they're comprehensive. So you want to make sure that you're not only stating what you're being indemnified for, but how you're being indemnified. So the process of indemnification is something that I often see left out of contracts, but it's something that really should be um, put in there so that somebody knows, okay, well, how how will this work? If, If there has to be um, a claim, if I have to make a claim for indemnification, how do I actually go about doing that? Um, not only so that you know, but also so that the person contracting the work from you is in full understand, uh, has a full understanding and is in agreement with the ways in which you are looking to be indemnified. And that typically goes both ways, but for purposes of you being the one contracting work, we're only talking about it for uh, one way. Uh, the other thing is insurance. If you are working with a contractor, that contractor needs to have their own insurance. You need to make sure that if they are going to be getting paid and they're going to be doing this work for you, that if they do mess up, they have the ability to indemnify you. They have the ability to pay out any damages that may arise based on the work that they've done. So that's based on you know work that they're doing or something that they've overlooked. So if you are contracting to someone 
there's a lawsuit that comes, the person who owns the project is going to sue you as the as the person that's in direct contract in privity of contract with them and then you will have to bring in the contractor and even if they do sue the the, the the contractor that you've hired chances are they're suing both of you at the same time so in that instance and because you are the one that signed the contract with the project owner you have to make sure that there is money that the contractor has or the, the ability to access money in order to pay off whatever losses come from that lawsuit because in the absence of that you still may be on the hook so if somebody does not have um the adequate insurance uh let's let's just call it uh commercial liability insurance if they engage in some action on the job and that action leads to a lawsuit they get sued but they don't have money that does not let you off the hook as the other person of the contract so there needs to be insurance unless this person just has a bunch of money to where you know that they could pay but even in that instance um, you want to make sure that that you're covered and that your insurance company is also covered because those affect your premiums. And then when you're on, when you're uh, engaging and looking at the insurance that your contractor has, make sure that you, as the person contracting to them, is named as an additional insured on the policy. So that means that uh, on their policy, they need to also place you as an entity to be covered if their actions result in any loss or lawsuit. Uh, as mentioned, this situation, the situation of having to contract out work, having to utilize 1099s in the operation expansion and the, uh, the building out of capacity of your business is routine. Everybody does it, but you must make sure that you're doing it in a very smart and efficient way. And you need to make sure that you are protected. In Once again, this has been Legally Binding brought to you by Jackson Corporate Law. For more information, visit our website, www.jacksoncorporatelaw.com. And of course, don't forget to follow us on all forms of social media and subscribe to our podcast so that you can receive updates on each newly released episode. Until next time, we wish you continued success in life and in business.